When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jake fucking Gyllenhaal, I called it. We're talking about Taylor Swift. I know dark emotional holes all too well. I love you, Taylor. I, I love, love you. you. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. How are you? Welcome to the Sav and Sean show. Sav and Sean. Yeah. I don't That was an improv exercise. We You're welcome. Great. Uh, welcome to the Sav and Sean Show. This is another episode of your favorite podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sav. I am one of your hosts, Sean. And, and this ooh. is... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, no. was going to keep it going. No, with my, you, had, you had the cutest little ad lib where you're like, your favorite podcast. And I was going to make something to the effect of being like, uh, my inferiority complex dictates that uh, nothing I do could be your favorite. But that's probably oh, too much. I was going to I was gonna go for something more lighthearted. Like, and this is the show where we are friends and talk about things that we like and stuff. You know, yeah. you know, like that route. I like that. That's, that's the energy flip that I honestly little- need. A little more upbeat. I, I'm here for the upbeat. Honestly, I, I've been in this dark uh, emotional hole lately. And we'll get you. into the reason why. Let me tell you. I, I know dark emotional holes all too well. I'm screaming. That was actually... I know I had said my nickname in college was something else. Uh, but my nickname in undergrad um, was... Uh, <laughs> you didn't go to college or not. I know. I didn't go to college. Which is why I don't believe either of these. <laughs> These are not even Sad funny. Dark Hall. Hi, I'm the Sad Dark Hall, Sean. That's my real housewives tagline. <laughs> I'm a sad dark hole. I'm screaming. <sighs> anyway, hi. This is our show. Welcome. Welcome. We're so glad you're here today. We are. We really, really are. To talk about something that is at the height of everything pop culture. It has taken over everybody's lives. The you peak. can't seriously, the peak what is going to be your eventual valley you can't eat you can't sleep you can't breathe all you can do is listen and loathe and who are we loathing jake fucking gyllenhaal i called it we're talking about taylor swift Uh, tell me i'm right tell me i'm right i released something the other week in fact actually and i know i'm so passionate about this i'm so sorry where i called it even i mean granted most Swifties, I, I'm not an onboard from the ghost Swiftie, and I'm so sorry misogyny didn't allow me, and I should take accountability for that, honestly. I was too close-minded to acknowledge the masterful work that Taylor Swift had been putting in. So everybody knew that Jake Gyllenhaal was a monster from the original Red release. Now we're certain that Jake Gyllenhaal is a monster for the re-release, a.k.a. Taylor's version. What are your thoughts? I love me some T-Swizzle. Let me tell you. She's a queen. I saw T-Swizzle on Halloween a few years ago, and it was the same show that Idina Menzel was there, and they sang <sighs> Let It Go in costume. It was oh beautiful. Oh, my God. It was the best night of my life. Um, anyway, I love T-Swizzle. However, I think your statements about Jake Gyllenhaal are a little aggressive. And here's here's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what he did was fucked up, and we know that. And he needs to give yes. the scarf back, and we know that. However... 
a relationship from the perspective of a 30-year-old man probably looks very, that perspective probably looks very different than the same relationship from the perspective of a 20-year-old. I will give you that. So I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal intentionally set out to ruin Taylor Swift and destroy her life and break her heart, no. But I think a 30-year-old and a 20-year-old are at two very different points in their lives. For sure. Most of the time. I'm not saying this is always what happens, but I'm saying we shouldn't all... I know this is controversially at Brave, but we shouldn't all be coming after Jake. Like, he is the only one at blame here. Not saying that Taylor's doing it to herself either, but you know what I mean. Stop hating all on Jake. Well, so here's here's the thing. A couple things. One, personally, I can only speak for myself, not Taylor Nation as a whole. For me, I have always had an immense distrust i'm a i know that i'm a biased party i have always thought he's a serial killing monster and i hate him but even to that end have you seen the illusions about how you know it's about the scarf but it's not about the scarf it's about this it's not about this three month long relationship why would it be like that much and there's a lot of theories on the news that um that he was the one to take her virginity and knowing as as me personally, the person who took my virginity, I was I was kind of like, wow, you're gonna dip. You're a monster. You're awful. I hate you. Yet I would I would if I had musical capability, I would write an entire album about the person who did that. And so I can't necessarily blame her. Now none of this is because well t- that adds a different dimension to things. Would you like to recount? No. No, I wouldn't. But I mean, I, I get it. I get it. That is, it's a big deal for a, a young lady of 20. It is. I understand that. Also, as a 30-year-old, to do that. Predatory. Yeah, a little, that's a little. You creeper. And yeah. it's just, it's the fact that for so long, it was the nice guy mentality. It was, it was sort of like. Well, the, let me tell you something about nice guys. They finish last. They're, they finish last. And most of the time, they're usually not that nice. Exactly. As we are learning from Jake Gyllenhaal here. Also, who else? Oh, Chris Pratt. Everyone thought he was nice. That guy fucking sucks. What a douche. Give Anna an apology. What a douche. Douche. What who a else? Douche. Who else comes across as nice? Tom Cruise. Sucks? Tom Cruise. Actually, I kind of like Tom. Cruise. I don't. Scientology? Cruise, are you kidding? Well, yeah. That aside, Tom Cruise to me is like movie star. He looks That's like he would gaslight the shit out of me. Oh, he would, hundred percent. But when I picture movie star, that's true. He's I one picture of the, Tom Cruise. He's the few. Yeah. Yeah. Movie star, action star. Exactly. Yeah. Tom Cruise. But honestly, put me in a leather jacket and I'll do a better. I'm, that was actually, I was about to make a statement that was so audacious. I'm not even going to do it. I caught myself in the middle of it. Anyway. Oh, no. So, let's hear it. No, I don't want to oh, say no. it. I don't want to say oh, it. Oh, no. Let's it's hear embarrassing. it. Let's also, hear it. Okay. I was about to say, put me in a wool lined bomber jacket and I will show you a better top gun. <laughs> And I don't think that. Highway to the danger zone. (laughs) Hold on. Highway to the sad dark hole. (laughs) I want to die. I hate that. 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 Oh, no. Our Our black hole. hole. It's It's sad. (laughs) I can't get out. Oh, my God. Okay. So let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. Okay. So... 
even back when Red had originally released songs that, you know, were super popular, We Are Never Getting Back Together. Never. Never. Like, ever. <laughs> um, I know, I know. We're so, never getting back together. <laughs> <laughs> yikes. Um, so good. And also, there was always that country twang that came Red, from, like, I think, was really the first album that Taylor started to kind of... Make that transition that, into pop. Yeah, yeah, that genre line between country and pop, for sure. 1989, I think, was for real her first fully-fledged for pop sure. album. Absolutely. But Red definitely started to toe that line between country and pop, and I think did it super successfully. I agree. There's a really... Country music is such a specific, like, genre and demographic that it's kind of hard to stay away from, like, the tropes. Right. That are that come like with to that. diversify it absolutely, and to also to Taylor's credit, she's always been a really strong lyricist. And mm-hmm. something I hate about pop music that we talked about in our music episode is how stupid and repetitive lyrics can be. Right, it's so, literal rhyme versus a literal rhyme for like depth. For so sure. Taylor did something incredibly smart by taking the lyrics and melodic scheme of a country song and putting it to a pop kind of format. Exactly. And that's why I like I think it translated super well. It's just super successful what she did with Red. Right. And how it really skyrocketed her career to the next level for the following albums right. that she released. To make her like a, a more household name. I thought I it was funny. I love you, Taylor. I, I love, love you. you so much. I think it's also sort of funny because I saw this interview with, with her the other day about saying how she spoke to Ed Sheeran about Shake It Off and about how he had heard it three times in the club in one night and was like dancing and how much it meant to her that somebody was like dancing to her music in like that pop way that wasn't super country. Mm-hmm. But I would even argue, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Also A has the jam. same energy. Are you kidding? Like you're not bopping. Oh! 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 My favorite is the video of the goats, the screaming goats oh, yeah. that they put to that song. It's My a cultural favorite. phenomena. And so I'm like, Babe, you had it before even. Yeah. And so that really, that is super, super solid. Um, Those are like, you know, the two, obviously Red, the song Red. But when you listen to the re-records, they, you know, it's more authentically heard. It has more of that indie sound. It wasn't so much to support, you know, this ideology that you have to fit into this box or perpetuate, you know, like what he who shall not be named. And I don't mean Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean the other one, like beep, beep. Um, fuck you. Uh, I'm not going to call him out specifically. Uh, record label person. Uh. Yeah. Um, what, you know, that person may have wanted. Fuck you. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's authentically her. And the fact that she had like the, the wherewithal and the strength to be like, I'm going to own this. This is going to be mine. Is like, so I honestly think. And I say this about a lot of things, but I think this will be a a turning point in terms of ownership of intellectual property and content and music and, you know, not falling into like the the Hollywood aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taylor has done arguably one of the best jobs of evolving as an artist and always kind of staying current. Absolutely. Um, a lot of the times you see artists that come out with like one smash hit or one good album and then kind of fall off the map, but she is constantly reinventing herself as an artist. As she should. Um, and carefully kind of manicures her image to fit whatever music she's releasing at the time. So Right, for sure. I think she's very successful in that regard. And let's get into the thing that's at the at the top of everyone's mind, which is all too well, ten minute version, 
Taylor's version. Okay, so getting into this. I personally, I'm going to be honest, the the hits, because like I said, I'm a late Swifty. The hits are what I knew. So the hits from the Red Album were the ones that I, I really vibed with. Mm-hmm. I found all too well in preparation that we knew that this was coming for the studio version that she knew that existed that was like originally 24 minutes because now everybody wants the 24 minute version but I think the 24 minute was just like improv demos and then the 10 minute version was like cleaner and then we got like the solidified version because quote unquote nobody wants a 10 minute song which like are you kidding we work in musical theater what's the problem anyway I mean I I don't want a 10 minute song but that's just me I have a very short attention span I want a 10-minute song if I'm going to feel something. And boy, did it do that. She just had this thing. And, and there were some uh, lyrics that just really, like, spoke to me. And I think that's something that, like, aged us, too. Uh, I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes, um, I may get older, but your lovers stay my age. That, I was like, oh, my God. And and not to, you know, jump on a pedestal in the gay community, but I know that I've personally experienced that specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, hi. Um, we didn't work out, but look, there's this other 21-year-old stranger that came out of nowhere. Or the line about um, her dad with, uh, you know, I was looking at the front door willing you to come, and my dad said it's supposed to be fun turning 21. Oh. Yeah, that was real sad. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. She just has this way sometimes. And and maybe it's the bandwagon of all of it. Maybe I'm being like too in depth about it because that's all I've been living, breathing and sleeping and, and you know, absorbing in media. But so good. She really honestly can do no wrong. Even when everyone thought she had done wrong, she really didn't. Exactly. And all of you owe Taylor an apology. Truly. Oh, you know Taylor. what you did? You called her vapid. And I'm, you know what? I was one of these people, and I'm going to do it here on this platform. Taylor, hi. I'm so sorry, gal. I, you did not deserve that. You were so good. You are a quality artist, creator, songwriter, now filmmaker. You're killing it, babe. A woman of many talents, truly. Exactly. And now, hopefully, and there's so many speculations and conspiracy theories about, you know, and, and, and she's a smart person who plans every move that she makes years in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get the re-release of 1989. Oh, I'm thrilled. We're going to get the re-release of uh, Reputation, hopefully, fingers crossed. I, I really liked Reputation, actually. I, I enjoyed that album. It Me too. Good. And I think it's kind of ironic that she, a lot of Reputation involved, beep, beep, fuck you, um, that person, <laughs> uh, but was still released under that label. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of really interested to see her get to the point where she's sort of recapturing it. But we'll never get a, a Lover re-record, which makes me a little sad because for like in-depth videos and stuff. I liked, I think Lover is really good. I don't think it needs to be redone. I like it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And then we have Folklore and Evermore, which I have not devoted nearly enough time to. I'm just, me neither. I'm blown away. I was blown away by Red and I, and I did hop on the bandwagon, but I'm glad to be here now. Well, welcome to Swifty Nation. Hi. <laughs> I'm screaming. Well, this is, honestly is probably going to be a, uh, a shorter episode, but I could not let time go by. I think I texted you what, like last night or something? Like literally today. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hi. We're I'm, talking about this. <laughs> I'm coming over and we have to talk about this. So I'm sorry for monopolizing the entire episode, but it like, it lives in me. Hey, I'm an it, it just does. 
I love it. I'm glad. I'm anyway, glad that it makes you feel something. Of course. Art should make you feel something. Right. And, you know, cut to me in my black turtleneck, purchasing red lipstick, talking about a 14-minute short film, and uh, how you fucking let go of my hand. Anyway, Sav, take us out. Well, if you enjoyed what you were listening to, go ahead and hit that like button and turn on the automatic downloads. Make sure you rate Review and subscribe, RRS Sun. It is the best way to support small creators such as ourselves. If you have any ideas about what Taylor Swift could be planning next, perhaps a run for presidency, I don't know, go ahead and send them to us at our email at thesavandshawnshow at gmail.com. If you would like to learn more about Sean's burning thoughts about Jake Gyllenhaal, you can follow him on Instagram at Anthony underscore clams. And if you want to know my thoughts about Jake Gyllenhaal, you don't get to know them, so... They're a secret. Yeah. It Along with the number 13, she's just going to allude to them a lot of times and then never come straight out about it. Because I'm passive aggressive. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you guys next, next time. time. I knew you were trouble. Hey, podcast listener, do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.